Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Hard Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you. So today we have a very special topic and we are going to talk about clearing obsession. Ooh. <laughs> obsession, obsessive thoughts, obsessing over another person, obsession over a new interest, whatever the case may be. And I want to go over maybe some ways why we might be obsessing and then also ways to stop. Because at first it feels really fun and exciting and so nice that we have something to think about that's not, you know, a distraction or some kind of news or what's happening in the world, right? Sometimes our obsessions feel so much fun. They feel wonderful to be in. Only the fact that they stay obsessions and they don't actually manifest into reality. So there's a few different reasons why we obsess. And I want to go over maybe obsession over different things first. Okay. First, let's talk about obsession with maybe a new interest. Whenever we start obsessing over a new thing, it's totally normal that you're in that state because your ego is trying to attach itself to it. And so anytime you find a motive and reason to adopt this new idea or new lifestyle, you're trying to become that, right? And you can't become something halfway. You can't become something in small doses. You dive into it. You drown yourself in whatever it is that you're trying to learn right? Because we are trying to make it a part of who we are. So we eat, think, sleep, breathe, and talk all about this new thing that we're into. And it's probably very annoying to the people that are around you. And they're like, oh, here we go again. But yeah, it's exciting, right? It's something new. It's very stimulating for your mind. And it feels like a lot of fun. But what happens when you become so obsessive over this new thing that you actually start to forget about all the things that actually make you who you are up until this point? Taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, the relationships that are valuable to you that you want to continue to nurture, pets, if you have any pets, making sure that they're still taken care of. Life still has to be maintained. And... That's where obsession can become a little damaging or toxic at times because even though it feels so exciting and so exhilarating, it creates an imbalance in our day-to-day lives and it makes it to where 
we make that one new thing almost our entire life. And then we find ourselves feeling even more lost, trying to adopt this new way of being, and we can't hold everything up. We can't maintain our lives consistently. Things are falling to the wayside. We don't know, you know, how to maintain all of these things all at once, and we feel very overwhelmed and stressed out. And it's a lot, right? So, um, If you've ever dealt with this, just raise your hand, (laughs) even though nobody can see you, but energetically, I feel you, okay? I feel you. It's like we want to become this new person, but we don't want to lose the pieces of ourselves that make us who we are, right? So take some time out just to maybe set a smaller time to focus on that new thing. And try to create some sense of balance and have a little bit of discipline with yourself. Maybe you can make the things that you need to maintain a priority. And once they're done, like as soon as they're done, as soon as they're taken care of, then you can reward yourself by going back to the new thing that you're trying to learn or do or take on. I'm very used to this. I, you know, (laughs) I love learning new things. I like trying out new things. I love being creative. So I'm always learning how to do something different and everything else just disappears. Nothing else gets taken care of in the process. And then I find myself so stressed out and struggling in the end. And I don't want that for you. So yeah, so try to take a break. Maybe make a certain day or a certain time or set a timer or, you know, just an alarm to bring you back into reality to say, okay, pause for a minute. This wonderful, great new thing that you're learning is super, super cool. It's not going anywhere. You will pick it back up as soon as you finish all these things that really matter to you. Your support system, your health your mental well-being, all of these things are really important and they need to stay maintained. So there, we have that when it comes to learning that new thing. And what that new thing is to you just depends on who you are. Maybe you're really trying to get into fitness or you're trying to change your diet or you're trying to try a new style or a new identity, so to speak. Whatever it is, pace yourself and take that time to actually absorb the information, learn the information. Just because you're learning this new thing doesn't mean you have to completely agree with everything. See what works for you. See what resonates with you. Keep what works and leave what doesn't. Sometimes we fight with ourselves because we're trying to take on something new, but something within us just doesn't quite fit with it. Or we don't want to be 100% all of that one thing that we're learning about sometimes. And so, so remember yourself first in the process of who are you? Why do you want to learn this new thing? How is it benefiting your life? How is it adding value to your life story? 
Because a lot of times we do the things that we're motivated to do out of a sense of pleasure or validation or some type of reason why we're doing something. What are we getting out of it? Why do we need to learn this? How is it going to help us? Where did we learn it from? Is it a credible source? Are we just being sold to? Or is this really a part of something that feels right to you? So I hope that's helpful with just figuring out how to create some sense of balance surrounding taking on new things and obsessing over them. (laughs) All right, so on to the big one, obsessing over a person. This is so common, so common. And how comforting is that to know that it's common, right? So you're not a weirdo. You are not, um, what's his name from that show you on Netflix? (laughs) Maybe you are, I don't know, but (laughs) no, seriously, it can get a little scary. And at first it starts off with, I like this person, you know, I really like this person. They seem really cool. And then we start getting fixated on them and we start thinking of them more and more and more. And then they start consuming our thoughts and it can become very distracting or you can't even control it. You can't even control your mind when you think of this person or when they just take over your thought pattern. And I've been there. Whenever you just keep thinking of that person, it's something in that process that makes you feel closer to them. You feel more attached to them, but something is keeping you away from them. Maybe they don't even know who you are, so you're scared to approach them. Maybe there's all of these thoughts that are coming up in your mind, like, oh, they wouldn't like me. They wouldn't want to be with me anyway, but I just find them so blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's someone that you've already dated or someone that you already know or someone that you've met before and they just really spark something in you that just makes you feel so alive every time you think of them. But they're not really paying you any attention. They're not coming your way. They don't seem interested in you, but yet you still obsess over them. What the hell? (laughs) Why are we doing this to ourselves? And then you go through this process of beating yourself up. Like, oh, why can't I just stop thinking about them? They don't even want to be with me. They don't even like. That's still in the state of obsessing over them. You're talking about them constantly to other people that didn't ask. (laughs) You're trying to manifest them into your life. You are just hoping and praying and wishing that they'll come your way. You might even be dreaming about them because you think of them so often. What is happening? We have like our rational mind and we have our emotional mind and it is just on repeat And the rational mind is fighting with you, giving you all these reasons why you should not even be thinking about this person and what they did to you or what they didn't do to you. And then the emotional mind is like, yeah, but we love it here. It's so nice. Think about them. Think about them more. Keep thinking about them. Well, what's happening is that our brains are problem solvers, okay? 
It wants to solve the problem. The problem is you really, really fancy this person and they are not here. They are not fitting the expectation of what you actually want. Whether it's a relationship or it's a date or it's just to get to know them more, you're not actually solving anything because it's not happening. So obsessing is the way that the brain tries to solve the issue by trying to think its way through it, constantly repeating itself over and over and over again. But then what you're also doing is training your brain to obsess over this person, continuously looking for signs and answers and wondering what's going on. What does this mean? There's only a few ways to get out of this, to be honest with you. And again, I'm telling you all this stuff because I've been there, unfortunately. And I understand and I know how stressful that is. It's so stressful. It's so distracting. You feel like you can't even focus on what's important. Time is wasting and it's like you're running in this hamster wheel over someone that's not even present in your life. There's a few things that helped me through this process. Number one, realize that you're being obsessive. Let's start there. Let's be real with ourselves. We're being obsessive. Obsession is kind of scary. Okay. So we're obsessing over this person. Okay. Number one, we got to acknowledge that. Number two, what do we really want from this person? Is it a relationship? Is it revenge that you're obsessing over? Is it that you just want to prove to them that you're better than what they thought? Is it to, what is, what is it? What do you really want from this person? Because every time you try to deny your truth, when the thought of this person comes up, you're creating more of a persistent obsession. Because whatever we resist, persists. Every time you try to pull away from it, it's going to come right back harder, faster, and stronger. So that is never the answer to try to downplay what's really going on. Let's first be honest. Okay, that's number two. Number three, how are you feeding your obsession? Let's be honest. How are you feeding your obsession? Are you stalking their Instagram page or their social media? Are you constantly reaching out to them? Are you looking at pictures of them that are saved in your phone? Writing about them in your journal? Doodling their name? Whatever it is, like whatever it is that you continuously keep doing that feeds that obsession, stop. The more you feed it, the more it's going to grow. So you have to stop. The moment you feel like you are ready to feed that obsession, like the beast that it is, go do something else. You just have to cut the head off the snake kind of thing. You have to kill it as soon as possible to gain some balance because you're always going to have those feelings for that person and they may dissipate over time. You're always going to feel something for them. But right now, if we're in that state of obsessing, we've got to cut back. 
because it will completely wreck your nervous system, just being honest. And if it helps, the more you obsess over a person, the more energy you're sending to that person, the more you send that energy to that person, the more that person feels fed by you energetically and they have no need to reach out to you. They have no need to contact you because they feel like, you know what, I'm good. I feel all this love. I don't need to do anything. The moment they feel that you are pulled away from their presence, it doesn't matter like, oh, I don't say anything to them. I don't talk to them. Like, I don't spend time with them. Like, they haven't even seen me in years. It doesn't matter. Those thoughts, that energy is very, very powerful because we're all connected especially if you've met this person before. Now, if they don't know you at all, that's a little bit different, but that's going to push them even further away. So energetically, obsessive thoughts push the person away. And they also tap into that low vibration of feeling not good enough, not feeling like you're on the same vibration. They feel out of reach to you, right? They feel like they're Just you can't get to them. We have to be a vibrational match to whatever it is that we want in our lives. And something to think about and consider is that chances are, if you're obsessing over a person, you don't really know them. Because the moment that you really know a person, you know what makes them angry, you know what makes them sad. You've had a few arguments. They've gotten on your nerves because they're going to get on your nerves. And once you've gotten to that state, the brain no longer obsesses over it because there's no question. It understands it. It has fully processed what's going on. So you could meet someone and fully get an idea of who they are, get annoyed by them. No obsession. When you meet someone that really captures your attention, they're very mysterious, you don't know a lot about them, that's where you're going to start obsessing about them. So remember, you don't know them, right? So because you don't know them, you have no clue what their vibrational energy actually is. It could actually be lower than yours. They could be in a lower vibe. So you mean to tell me you're going to go through the great lengths of lowering your vibration just to be with that person? They're not worth it. In the case that they're in a higher vibration, just be in your best vibration. Don't think of whether they're high or low or whatever. Don't think about them at all. And I know that's like saying don't press the red button, right? But for lack of better words, just don't think about them at all. Focus on yourself. Really? I know you probably hear that a lot, but it's like, okay, I don't want to focus on myself. That's the problem. I don't want to think about myself. I don't. But the thing is, is that when you take some time to take a step back, not criticize yourself, not think about all the things that are wrong or things you don't like about yourself, but what can we do to kind of like spruce ourselves up, maybe learn something new or do a new activity or exercise or whatever, like whatever it is. Take the motivation of wanting to attract the other person and just put that energy back into yourself. 
because that's going to even make you more attractive. And guess what? You're probably going to attract someone even better. I promise. That's in a sense of if you want to actually be with that person. But there, there is that core thing. There is that thing that's there, that, that wound a little bit that makes you think that you're unworthy. That wound that was put there at some point in time that told you that you could not have X, Y, and Z. And that's really where that's stemming from. So we want to go there, right? We want to go to that place of figuring out where along the line did we come across this wound? When was the first time you felt like you couldn't have what you wanted? What happened? How did you feel? And in that moment, that's something that you have to really reconcile with and make peace with so that you can start forming some sense of healing because the only reason you are obsessing over this person that you feel like you cannot have is because of the way that you have projected who you think they are to yourself. They probably have a lot of the characteristics you're looking for, but you're building them up more than who they actually are. This person that you're obsessive over, it just seems like they're so perfect, right? Oh, they never get mad. They never make mistakes. They never screw up. They have no issues. They are completely perfect and they do everything effortlessly. <laughs> Trust me, they're, they're human. That's just not the case, right? So you're, you're feeding them up a little bit too much. You're giving them a little bit too much credit, to be honest with you. Because I promise the more you get to know them, that um, inflation of who you've propped them up to be will start to go, it will start to go down. And you're like, eh, I mean, you're all right. I don't know what I was even really so excited about, right? <laughs> the other thing I would suggest is that think about your ideal relationship, your dream partner. Think of who you would want to be with and how would they treat you? How would they talk to you? Handle any time you felt stressed out or you felt like you were just losing it. Come to your aid whenever you felt sick. Talk to you on a bad day. How would they recognize you when you felt happy or excited? How would they motivate you? How would they clap for your wins when you have great accomplishments how would they cheer you on? If that person that you're obsessive over is not doing those things that make you feel loved, whatever it is that makes you feel loved, write that down. What makes you feel really loved? Be honest with yourself. Not what you hope they would do, but what really makes you feel loved. And that's when the brain will actually start to make the connection that that is not a fit. That person is not a true fit. So you start to resolve the issue doing it that way without actually 
getting any answers from the other person because people are not going to do what you want them to do. And you're going to try to find the answer that you want to hear. We try to find those answers we want to hear. If you're into astrology, I already know you're listening to those horoscope videos. (laughs) You're listening to those horoscope videos and they're like, oh, Libra, Virgo, Cancer, Gemini, looks like the person that you really want to be with is going to return, right? How many times do they say that and they never return? Like, what? They've been saying that since the last three, four years. It's just to keep you coming back. It's just to keep you coming back. And it works, right? It, it totally works. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. But you're going to try to find little signs that say that person wants you. Rather you misread into some things that they may do, the littlest things that they might do. And if it were just someone that you weren't even interested in, that wouldn't even matter, right? That wouldn't even stand out to you. But because your mind is on the hunt, it is seeking evidence to try to make what you want a reality somewhat of a reality, it's going to keep looking for that. So it's going to tell you to do certain things to try to get that answer to validate what's going on in your mind. Okay. But once you establish for yourself, no, this is how I need to be loved. This is what I truly want. This is how this person would treat me. This is what this person would do. And if they're not doing that, the brain says, eh, cannot compute, that's not the right person, toss them out. It's really smart like that, but you have to feed it properly. So that's what I would suggest. And that really, really helped me to just kind of move on from someone and not really look for any kind of validation. And honestly, be real, unfollow them on social media, don't look at their stories, I mean, Honestly, you're going to look at their stories if you follow them. So unfollow them. Just remove them as much as possible. It's not going to take them out of your mind or your heart. But the less that you see what's happening in real time, the better it can make things. Because you're going to just stop that person where they are for the last time that you've seen them or interacted with them, it's going to put like a pause on it. And you won't know what's happening further in their lives, like as if you're growing with them. So just move on, let it go. Or hello, if that's not working, take action. Take action. That's the other thing I would suggest. Reach out to them. I know some people are like, oh no, no, I can I can never do that. I don't ever want to send them a message first. They had to send me a message first. Listen, send them a message and that will probably give you your answer there too. Maybe they're just as scared and obsessive over you too. Because I do think sometimes whatever you think of a person, if you have been in alignment at some point, they're thinking the same thing. So reach out to them, say, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? And see how they respond. Are they dry? Are they short with you? Do they not respond? Do they ignore you? Do they have a little small talk and then don't say anything else? There's your answer, okay? We have to come to a place of acceptance. If you've already done that and they've already reacted in that way that wasn't 
very progressive or moving forward. We don't need to know the reason why. We just need to acknowledge and accept that it's not a part of our reality right now. And that is okay. It is not a reflection upon your worth or your value or who you are as a person or that you're not going to meet someone just as great or if not better and they are not the best person in the world. Trust me, just trust. Have faith, okay? Just have faith. You are amazing. You are attractive. You are everything that you need to be. Promise. Just do you, right? Focus on who you are as a person and focus on being your very best for yourself. Not with the intention of trying to meet someone else's expectations. Okay? All right, cool. All right. I think I'm done now on when we obsess over a person that we really, really want, but we feel like we can't have them got it okay now what about when we're obsessing over a person that did us wrong and maybe we have this feeling of like revenge like we just want them to suffer we just want them to get theirs right well personally that's not something that I really focus on but I can see how a person could get there I have been hurt before and while I don't wish bad on people. I can see how if you felt very hurt and you do not work with your emotions on a regular basis and you don't understand your emotions, you don't understand yourself and you're taking a victimhood mentality towards other people. Like you just want someone to feel the pain that you felt too. And this can be really big or small. It doesn't matter if it's even just like, I just hope that they just get what they got when they treated me like that. It's like we have this sense of justice, right? To us, it feels like justice when we get revenge. But the truth is, there's no such thing. Because at the end of the day, it's just two hurt people. Nothing was ever resolved. Now it's just two hurt people. And those two hurt people are just going to keep hurting more people. You know what I mean? So it's best to pull back, detach from what is hurting you. People are people. They're going to do whatever they want and they might hurt you along the process. People can't love past how much they love themselves. People cannot communicate past the level of comprehension they have of life. People cannot empathize more than any experiences that they've gone through. Sometimes people are just limited in what they can provide for you in a relationship or a friendship or any type of connection. So we have to acknowledge that, that it's not a reflection upon who you are. And I know everything feels personal, but the more we realize that everyone is operating out of their own perspective, out of their own biases, out of just what their minds have been designed and developed to do, what behaviors they've picked up, the habits that they've created for themselves, that sense of thinking, their upbringing, their shaping, All of this that was done way before they even met you, it's really within them. So carrying that bitterness, carrying that anger, 
feeling like you want them to suffer in some way, feeling like, well, I don't want them to die. I just want them to maybe catch a cold or something. No, (laughs) because every time you send out that negative signal to someone else, guess what? You're sending out that negative signal right back to your subconscious mind, right back to the subconscious mind. So therefore you are sending yourself and everything that is within your mind, your own vibration, you're sending that energy back into yourself. So it is best to stay neutral. You don't have to say, well, okay, fine. I love them. I send you so much love. No, we don't need to be fake or false about it. We don't need to patronize ourselves about it. We don't need to even focus on it. We're just going to accept the fact that They've been through some things. They went through something that has made them into who they are and they are limited into the capacity of who they are as a person and they are definitely super limited in what they can provide for you and they're doing their very best. And I know that sounds crazy like, oh really? They're backstabbing, they're liars, they're cheaters, they've done this and that and that's the best they can do? Huh? That's not true. Yes, it is. When you really, really understand the mind. Now, do they know it's wrong? Yeah. They know that it's wrong. They know that it could possibly hurt someone. They know that maybe it doesn't fit into a moral compass. But do they know why they're doing it? No. Do they really deeply, deeply understand why they're doing it? They may understand the selfish reason upon why they may have done something to you. But have they really spent the time to go through this introspective journey and figure out where the core of that reasoning is, where the conditioning came in and, you know, what shaped them into doing that thing? Absolutely not. Because once you have awareness, true deep awareness of why you start doing something, you stop doing it. That's how it works. If they didn't want to do it, or if they didn't have it a part of their pattern or feel compelled to do it, if it wasn't a part of their nature, they wouldn't do it. It's a part of who they are. It's just like that story with the scorpion and the alligator, right? And the scorpion asked the alligator to give him a ride upon his back to go across the river. And the alligator's like, no way, man, you're a scorpion. You're going to sting me. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to sting you. I'm, I'm just, no, no, I'm just, no, I'm not going to do that. I just, I just need a ride, man. I just need a ride. And he's like, all right, fine. And the alligator goes to the other side of the river. And guess what? Before that scorpion jumps off, he stings the alligator. And the alligator's like, man, what the hell? Why did you sting me? He's like, because I'm a scorpion. It's what I do. People are just scorpions sometimes. It's just who they are. It's who they've become shaped to be. And a lot of times only trauma or devastating experiences will break up those patterns. Called life, right? Life tries to throw in situations for you and for everyone to break up those patterns. But sometimes we don't see the message. We don't see the lesson. We don't see the reason. And we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again until it takes us down a path that no longer serves us. It's it's annoying. 
I'm sure God is looking down like, really? Why did I design them this way? They don't get it. (laughs) It's a glitch. But no, seriously, like, take that approach. Try to get to a place of separating your emotions from it and understand the person of where they are, right? Go back to the clearing your heart episode and focus on that clearing your heart. If they've done you wrong, there's no need for revenge. Revenge is a very negative, low vibration that only creates harm for you. As I say, it's like drinking poison and hoping the other person will die. They're still going to live their life, continue on with their patterns, and they have their own issues. They have their own karma. You don't have to do anything. You are divinely protected. You are divinely taken care of. Everybody receives the energy that they put back out there. You don't need to add on to that. I promise. In your mind, you might think, no, no, they're not suffering enough. But trust me, if they were operating from a place of bringing you harm, their minds are pretty messed up. Okay. They are struggling. And this is not a sympathy case for the people that have hurt you. This is for you to separate that it has nothing to do with who you are as a person. You do not need to accept that pain or anything. You don't need to accept that as something that has to do with you. Be honest with yourself and give that love to yourself. Give that love to yourself. Be what you wish they should have been to you. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode on healing and clearing obsession. It is so distracting and it is very, very annoying, isn't it? So I hope we can all get to that place of balance and stop overthinking because it requires so much of our energy and we can utilize that for other things. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember that there are new episodes every Tuesday and Saturday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I would love to hear from you. So definitely follow me at HeartBlendHost on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is HeartBlend Podcast.